The James Suckling Podcast. Wine ratings, reports, interviews and more. Well, it's great to see you guys. Tell me a little bit about 2018 and how, how was it in Pritchard Hill? Because I know the big picture, but maybe there's some specifics to, particularly you have such a unique um, terroir and um, microclimate. Well, it is unique here. And actually, there is another slide that I love that Brian might be able to get on. We're looking at the bay right there. You know, the San Francisco Bay, we can see the buildings in San Francisco and uh, it, our, our position opening on to the bay is uh, extremely important because particularly with the 18 vintage, it is uh, the coolest uh, August and September, the time post Verasion, that was so important to this particular wine because you know, there we are. We see the fog during the summer times in the morning and it breaks at uh, various times. But August and September were unusually cool. And mm. that is the uh, imprint of finesse and nuance that, uh, and vibrancy that this vintage of Continuum really manifests. Uh, plus the fact that we have just been on this site now that uh, we love so much with the same team caring for the same parcels year after year. And that understanding has allowed us to care for each parcel more precisely to crop it more appropriately to harvest it earlier. And um, with my charming <laughs> daughter's uh, fairly aggressive encouragement, but she has an influence on uh, what goes on. And with that, I think that the 18, and also we understand the vinification, how to identify each individual block. So with that, it's a cumulative benefit, but the August and September cool uh, period, the coolest that we have recorded is uh, I think uh, a very important element, plus looking for that vibrancy and uh, elegance that is so important. But I think another thing given our, our location though is that you know 15 16 and 17 were each like fairly i mean they were they were hard reckonings with you know the site here that 15 we lost half of our crop because of warming. you know yeah and um, mother nature was pissed off at us and 16 we lost All you know we're about is. we were still about 20 percent down and then in, with 17 we weren't able to use all of the fruit because some of it was still on the vines when the fire started in 17. And in 18, it was like, we had abundant rain. We had, you know, mother nature gave back to us in 2018 and to be a normal harvest, an Eight. abundant vintage for us, for which us, was still small. 2.4 tons per acre yeah. overall. So that is nothing. What is Bordeaux average in terms of tons per acre? It's about three, four or more. Yeah. Wow. Milan is maybe as well more than that. Yeah. Um, so our yields up here are always very, very light, which is partly why we are here. There's more layers of flavor, you know, we believe. And now the question for us then is nuance and elegance and refinement. So is there anything with, because I, I, I saw the, um, uh, Todd was telling me the other day that like August, the high, hottest temperature was 97, which is really low you know it never broke a hundred basically 
And that's, that's amazing. That's also down in the valley. Because yeah. down in the valley, it's usually the peak temperatures can be 10, 12 degrees hotter down in the valley than, than up where we are. Our temperatures are more moderate. So wow, I think okay. Todd is, is right. It, yeah. uh, very cool August and September. And, and what do you think that did for like development, like uh, phenolic development? And you, you, you must have harvested in, Octo in October. We harvested September. Uh, it, the harvest lasted about three weeks. Uh, mm -hmm. just, uh, just so we had the opportunity of picking exactly when we wanted. It was really fabulous. There wasn't rain during that period of time that I recall. Uh, and so we gave, we had, well, let me see. The last see. day of harvest was October 22nd. And um, yeah. the first day, September 27th. So September 27th to October 22nd is uh, the duration. So it's one of our longer longest. seasons. Uh, uh, one of, well, one of the longest. And it I don't know precisely, I haven't looked at it quite that way, but to all come from this small area, um, you know, and then, uh, but we could pick exactly as we wanted. When you wanted. So, and we Apparently were there was purposefully there was a little rain. Um, there was actually quite a bit of rain the first couple days of October. But um, I don't to, remember that. I don't recall yeah. Yeah. that. There was um, nothing that was unsettling or that was no. too much. No, I, mean, it, it, I, I think dad always calls that the like the cleaning of the berries before you bring yeah. in. There's always a blessing or a cleansing. Yeah. Yeah. I like rarely that. We have a washing out. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. there's also where we are, there's this continual airflow. And because the soils are so lean, they absorb the, the water very quickly. So it, that for us was not, not a problem at all. In fact, um, I think it's, it's a really nice, nice thing for the, for well, the food so, to have. Yeah. So, the so this is mix. You, yeah. Was you there anything? The varietal mix there. Yeah. What, uh, is there any? Do you think any particular um, grape did grape type did better than than another, or was it just great for everything? I think it worked out pretty well for most everything. Yeah. But we did have uh, one of the highest. The past few vintages, we have been able to have about thirty percent Cabernet Franc. So this has thirty one percent Cabernet Franc. 54 mm -hmm. Cabernet Sauvignon, nine, Petin, uh, nine Petit Verdot, and 6% Merlot. So that's pretty precise to how the vineyards are planted um, here at the property, which is, which is what we want to see reflected we're in this blend. We're coming into so, this site. Yeah. We, are, we are coming of age on this fabulous site. So um, we've been here, uh, what, 11 and uh, 12 years, something like but that. But the 18 vintage, uh -huh. it was the 11th vintage from this site. And so, so now we've had enough time with the same team of people uh, vinifying or, you know, in the vineyard as well as in the cellar. And so our ability to be responsive to each individual site is pretty fabulous. Wow. The tannins are so great in this. They just spread across the palate, you know, like, you know, it's not, you we, don't, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. It's more like an amazing Pinot almost. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, our there's goal is that there's a lot yeah. of power and richness in mountain fruit, but we raise it purposefully to have an elegance and nuance. So as you'll recall, 75% of our fermentation is in oak. 
uh, 25% in concrete, uh, no stainless steel for the purpose of having uh, a more gentle uh, tannin. Also then long maceration that um, ripens those tannins in the, in the fermenter. And then we'll stir the lees below the cap uh, and carry the leaves over into barrel so that the leaves will then give that sheen and tenderness, fill in some of the uh, edges and polish that. Uh, so fine tannins, elegant tannins, I think are fundamental to our, our style of wine. Well, it's, and it's, uh, it really lasts a long time. It's so great to have a wine that can be so, like you said, have such great delicacy, but at the same time, it just lasts forever. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can still taste yes. it. Still it's there. Fruit and yeah. in a, in, and also part of that is because our goal, you know, we vinify in a very Bordelais way, but then we age yeah. in a very Burgundian way. No fining, yeah. no filtration. We want to hold on to all the body, all the richness, the robe of the wine. And I find that the perfume just springs from that. And that also then reflects, reflects this gifted sight. You'll get a little bit of that uh, uh, wild sage that mm. this vineyard is named after, Sage Mountain totally. Vineyard. Wild sage, a little bit of the uh, California Bay Laurel, a little bit, just a touch, uh, can give it a bit of uh, uh, that beautiful Garrigue or that element, plus the four varieties that we have in the balance that I think seems to make sense to us. So it's, yeah, it's, so a, much it's a magical fruit, spot. So much beautiful fruit in addition, in addition to those savory notes that I think it's just this vintage yeah. is, it was sort of singing from the beginning. It just has so much um, energy and vibrancy and, and verve, I think. We've been lowering the percentage of new oak too. So it's about 63% uh, new oak. Uh, we'll probably continue to take that down a little bit. Um, because there's so much uh, grape extract here, why do we need oak extract? Uh, there's totally. so much more finesse and nuance in what it is that uh, we've got here. So that's that's what we're looking for. Do you think that this this uh, style of wine, this incredible delic delicacy and harmony and length, is that a new uh, benchmark for uh, Napa Valley? I think that um, I think Napa Valley had the reputation of developing very big, uh, blousy wines, and I think people are trying to get away from that. Uh, we certainly have never wanted to have big, blousy wines, but we also, by virtue of our understanding each individual block and our ability to micromanage each part each part of every block and crop it properly and harvest it properly and vinify it properly. It gives us the opportunity of having more nuance and elegance. And that's what we have. And then you couple that with a very cool vintage and voila, there you go. I think one of our, yeah. it's, it's my favorite vintage uh, to date. So we'll see. And the 19, I think we'll also have a vibrancy and an elegance that we're looking forward to. But I think the 18 is, is my favorite vintage that we have had. 
So it's and not saying a lot, you know. I've yeah, been doing this as long as you've been doing <laughs> That's that. <insane>. <laughs> <laughs> when you told me, I'm like, hold on, but you're so calm about it. Like, you know, you needed a drum roll or something. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. And why do you love it so much? Because of the nuance that is there, I think you can see there's lots of layers, lots yeah. of layers. And if you take time with this wine, you'll notice the many layers that it has without it coming across being aggressive. The finesse of, it, it, it does have finesse and elegance and sophistication. And I think great wines should have that. 